Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Um, the Asian Avengers. So weak. The Asian <laughs> Avengers. So weak. So, so fuckable, bro. You know? Whoa. Whoa. There's five Asian guys together. Wow. Together. Did you ever um, go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. Or you can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? You, you like opium? And welcome back to another episode of Asian Not Asian Podcast, the podcast where two Asian yeah, yeah, guys now from Asia talk about American issues no American cares about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. And I'm Mike Nguyen. Today is July 5th. July so 5th. Happy Independence Day. Yes. I'm sure you guys didn't do... I'm sure no one did anything. Did anyone do anything fun? Did you do anything I, fun? I, I actually... You know what? I had a little barbecue, me and Gina, and then we walked around. There was people out, and there was like so much fucking fireworks that it felt like you were inside of the fireworks show. It, it, you know what I'm saying? It was like <laughs> it was like a VR experience where you're like flying through the, the, the thing and, and you just had no idea where it was. It was just like, it'd be right in front of you, someone setting, an off an, uh, setting off an M80 and then someone doing Roman candles like uh, over, you know, just around the corner and shit. And it was like, it was, it was pretty crazy, I feel, you know? I don't, you know the, okay, my, here's my thing with fireworks. I, I grew up, doing a lot of fireworks stuff because in Japan they just sell them at the 7-Eleven and like oh I really my uncle would take us to the beach and we would like use them at the beach sure it had some fireworks that like went up in the air and stuff but they're mainly like the handheld ones or like yeah. they look pretty they're like yeah. fun to look at these fireworks that are going off in our neighborhoods they're like bombs like yeah. there's nothing there's nothing cute about it you know the way you write fireworks in the Chinese characters is it's fire flower because it's supposed oh. to be like a, it's, it's supposed to be beautiful like a flower Okay, this is like some Iraq shit. Like, there's nothing cute about it. There's nothing beautiful about it. And I, I really, I, I feel that like Americans like really misinterpreted like the word of fireworks. It's really not. It's really no, not they, what it was supposed to be. They're very, they're very powerful. The one that really every most of them are pretty good. The one that you're talking about, I think, is the M80 because like what happens there is that the launcher itself explodes and that thing kicks super hard and it's like on the ground level, so it's just like hits you in the in the chest mm. and then and then once that because that's just to get it up into the sky so there's two explosions there's that one it goes up into the air and then it explodes again it's kind of like one of those like uh landmines i know i know a lot about landmines so like there's <laughs> shouts to vietnam shouts to vietnam we know you know bouncing betty's you know they they spring up and they get up to about chest height then they blow up. Okay, so that's what that's what what it is. But yeah, it's it's getting crazy. I thought I thought also I thought fireworks were ex expensive. I, I, apparently not. They're <laughs> apparently they're super cheap because like all my neighbors have like hundreds of dollars worth of fireworks and they all lit them all at once yesterday. So yeah. it was uh, it was pretty intense, man. But um, uh, we um you know it was it was a good fourth. Uh, you had a good fourth. You I did, did something Actually, special. I did so I did something very special. And I don't even you know I I, I will go ahead and talk about it, but. Please know if there are any comedians listening. 
I know that there's like this whole thing right now where like if you do this thing that I'm about to tell you that I did, people throw shade at you. Really? Because, okay. Because because they think you're not obeying the rules. Uh, but I'm just gonna talk about it, and I, I want you to know that I, I wore a mask during it, and also a condom for whatever reason. But <laughs> I did, I did a, uh, I I did like my first in-person stand-up comedy live show. show, right? Live show in Astoria, Queens. I went, I took like. It was like a 90-minute commute just to do eight So minutes. far away from us, yeah. So fucking far away. And they have an outdoor setup. It's, it's actually very good. And we're just speaking into like a guitar amp kind of thing. Um, Got it. Felt like a very indie vibe. There are about 15 people. And, bro, I got to say, it felt so good. Like, yeah. I, we've been doing Zoom shows. We've all been doing Zoom shows. And I think some of us were like, you know what? Maybe we just need to evolve. Like, stand-up is whatever, you know? And... I, I'm not going to lie. I felt that way for a little bit. I was like, maybe we just need to evolve. And I'm all for evolving. Um, but the second I got on, it took a minute for my body to, like, figure out what I was doing. It's kind of like being a drug addict, you know? Like, you don't do heroin for a while. <laughs> and you do it again, your bro- and your body's like, oh, yeah, this is heroin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on in. What, you know? what an analogy. Okay, <laughs> like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> but then, like, my body, like, locked in. Locked and then, in. And then I was, like, I was like, oh, I fucking remember how to do this. And then oh, it was, like, shit. so much fun. And, and that's what I kind of, this is going to sound kind of corny, but I remember, like, this is the, I remember the reason why. You know, all comedians know that we could just be like TikTok hot girls and make money and get sponsorships, right? We could all be Twitter. We <laughs> I could spend all of our mo- okay, We could all ahead. spend our time being Twitter Making people, that, doing that, right? Yeah. Making hack ass shit, dude. We're a fucking all Asian here. We could make videos about rice constantly and go viral oh, on Instagram. Oh my god, I love Easily it. Easily go viral. Get sponsored by Zojirushi. Get you know whatever, <laughs> whatever, right? But we choose not to. And I remembered why we don't do it when I was doing it yesterday. I was like, oh, this is why we don't do it because True. even though even though we know this is worth nothing, it still feels. It's like the best blowjob you ever get in your life, and no other no other woman can blow your dick like stand up comedy. That's all you I'm guys heard. Say, you yeah. guys heard it here first, okay? Stand up comedy. It's like it's like heroin, <laughs> and it's also like blowjobs. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know what shows you're going to, Fumi. Okay, mine. Yeah, it's it's a very rough hand job at best. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> but listen, uh, I I want to talk more about it, but I want to bring our guests into it because yes. I feel that we've hold him, we've uh, kept him from this blowjob conversation, and I can tell that he's a fan of the blowjob and maybe heroin as well so let, let's let's bring him into it and uh I, i'm so happy to have him on he was actually recommended to us uh from one of our favorite guests julia shiplet dude a long time ago she recommended yeah. us to him and we just said no thanks for like six months <laughs> we, were, we, we were like we were yeah we, we 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 were immediately threatened we were like nope i'm scared now i'm scared of him I'm, a, like, I'm intimidated. Yeah, or like another straight Asian guy? Nope, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's the thing. That's the thing is that when you when you bring someone onto your show, uh, sometimes what you can do is you can look them up on the internet, right? You, you know, we all have like tapes and stuff. And, you know, a lot of times these com- a lot of com- a lot of comics like, you know, they, if they've just started doing it, they don't have like really crisp tapes or they're not that good. But the worst thing is when you when you get recommended someone and they have an awesome tape. Yeah, and they're you're good. Like, and you're like, oh, shit. Oh, this guy's good. Maybe I can put him up last. Oh, oh my God. That's what happened yeah. in this situation, That's, man. Yeah, he, he was too good to be on the show. But we, we, we've caught up. We've caught up. We've caught up. We, we've leveled up during the quarantine. We've tried. So. Uh, yeah, man, this guy, uh, he's, a, he's a stand-up comedy uh, comedian from Seattle originally, now all over New York, and uh, 
listen, I'm sure he's done a bunch of cool shit, but I, I didn't look it up. But I'll just let I'll just let him tell you what he's did, what he's done. So let's get excited for the hilarious Wilfred Podwa, everybody. Uh, thanks, you guys. Woo-woo-woo. You know, I what are your what are your credits, by the way? Yeah. Uh, I just <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> I just went to your Boston credits? Comedy Festival. That's my biggest. One. Oh, Did that's you? right. Yeah. Uh, I won. Oh I won the last one ever. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, you did. Um, that's my biggest one. I don't know. I've done festivals. Nothing big. Nothing like you guys. No, dude. Yeah, I, no I mean, let me tell you. I, I've done Boston Comedy Festival, and I got eliminated in the first round, and I came back to New York crying. <laughs> and, it's and such that's the, that's, a waste of it, money. Honestly, it's. It, I I did it in front of like old white Boston e white people. Like it was just. So, this is like 2016. Like yeah. I wasn't that good, but still, it was like brutal and somebody had somebody had seen me in new york and was like are you ever gonna be in boston and i was like yeah i'm gonna do this festival oh no they oh, came no. and they saw me eat shit and they wouldn't even say bye to me oh, <laughs> it was like totally so cool. embarrassing I, yes, but, but he but he won that one i actually was wondering How? why i wasn't on uh your podcast earlier because <laughs> 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 it wasn't like two or three episodes ago you had natalie ocker on there who's a good friend of mine but i'm like yeah She's not Asian. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm friends with these guys now. <laughs> um, yeah, man. We, we, you know, I, it, it's, it's the, it's, it's, I, you know, you, you were close to our vibe, you know. So we were, we were scope. We, I remember when you first showed up in New York. When did you get here? When did you get to New York? Uh, I'm almost two. I'm gonna be two years in in September. Yeah. So right. Yeah. So then when you had gotten here, well, uh, I think I think Fumi told me about you first. He's like, oh, there's this new guy for you know, he's from Seattle. And it's it's so funny how like comedy is like a high school, right? Yeah. It's like oh, there's a new kid, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? And sometimes that new kid is like a hot hot guy, you know? It's like oh, I, I heard he's a bad boy, woo, you know? Oh, he's done this festival, you know? Blah, blah, blah. he's done Bridgetown, whatever the fuck it is. And it's like oh, you know? And then like you're like kind of like scoping him out. You're on you're on his Instagram. I was on your Instagram, you know? I was scoping. It was like yeah. I was like what's what's good with this guy, you know? So no, well everyone told me like my first. Cause I don't think I met you guys until like I was a, a year. Yeah, it's been, yeah, it was a while. It was a I while. And I don't know how that was possible. Well, like, here's yeah. how. It's because okay. we, we're all booked on different shows. They're not going to book two Asians on the same show. When <laughs> They're not going to book two Asians <laughs> on the and, same show. Meet. And waste <laughs> diversity like that. Like, yeah, uh, I, I, they only need a certain number of diversity points, right? We're gonna save, we're gonna save Will for next week, yeah. okay? And we're gonna have Fumi on the week after that, you know? And then so, Mike after that. It's like, and then Mike after that, yeah, you know? No, no need to blow our load too early. <laughs> well, I think we've only, like, I've only been on like what two shows with both of you guys, like, uh, yeah, and, and that. us three shows have that never I, been in the same room except for at your. We've show. never been in the same room. <laughs> I think together. I think they're all they're all shows that like we've booked you on. Like we had to force the situation. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I, yeah, if, if it's like another show that booked uh, like me and Mike or me and Fumi, that's like a poorly yeah, booked good. show. Like yeah, <laughs> poorly booked because show. they're they're that's, not thinking about how to yeah, conserve their Asians through the whole year. <laughs> this is like a really sad. Uh, you know, like those like fairy tales were about like a like a king and a and a queen who can't meet because they're separated by a river, you know, or yeah. whatever. Oh, it's like yeah, ancient yeah, Chinese. Yeah. It's like that, but with Asian comedians, like, but their their last names are both Wang, and they couldn't meet at the show because the white booker <laughs> wouldn't book them on the same show. <laughs> so we had to keep leaving like notes for each other, like under yeah, rocks yeah, and yeah, shit, yeah. Yeah. or yeah. transform it to had to transform into a fox so I could visit you, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I had to grow long blonde hair to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, Will, we're so glad you're on the show. Uh, how's your how's your how's your quarantine treating you, man? I mean, it was it's been dope. 
I love it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, uh, unemployment is dope. I get what Republicans are complaining about because uh, I'm going to be that guy, <laughs> that welfare queen. <laughs> the welfare queen. Yeah. L- let me live off this shit forever. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, it's been dope. I don't know. I haven't, I miss stand up uh, a lot. I'm envious of you getting to do live stand up for me. Um, yeah, man. Have you, have you, um, do you have any plans to do any live stuff anytime I, soon? I just got booked for a weekend in Seattle in August. And Ooh, I okay, don't know this if is I great. can take that. Why? When is it? When is it? When is August it? August 21st and 22nd. So if you have any uh, Seattle Asians out there, uh, yeah. check me we out. We got some but, Seattle Asians. Definitely, definitely do. Uh, what do you mean you can't uh, okay. take it though? I just know yeah. it's in a club. You know, it's indoors. And, and you got to fly. And I the, assume you're flying. Yeah, I'm. I'm flying, and I'm not as worried about flying, but it's just like oh, really? the okay. gathering people, because like there is a lot of shade being thrown at people who are doing live stand up right now. And I yeah. know we, we took a picture yesterday, and we're like we like debated on posting it or not, and I was yeah. like, oh, I didn't even know it was that bad. Like you know, I mean, I did it, and I you know, it's fine. If you want to come at me, you can come at me. I think I it's a lot of fun because you guys did, you did it outdoors. Mine's gonna be indoors yeah. in a club. Like you know, I don't I don't know how it's gonna be handled if it's like the club's going to enforce masks or anything. Right, right, right. That's what I was... Um, so so part of the experience yesterday in the story, what I was really um, sort of proud of, I guess, is, you know, we all got our individual microphones. So we walk in and they give us like seven different microphones. We got to choose our own. We cleaned it. And so the host, you know, we, didn't, we weren't sharing microphones because that's probably the most like unsanitary thing ever, right? So we'd have to unplug the cable every time the comedian switched and stuff like that. They weren't taking temperatures, but they, it was outside. Everybody was kind of spread, you know, like six feet or whatever it is. So from a logistic perspective, it wasn't like the best thing for laughter. But you could still see people's faces live. And that shit got me hard, bro. Really? You just forget. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, you just like, it, it also like, you know, everybody's trying to do new stuff as I did too. What was interesting for me was like, I wonder how many, how many of this Zoom shit that we've been working on translates to real life, right? Yeah. Because we've been doing a lot of Zoom shows, yeah. right? Yeah, go ahead. So, so yeah. So did you do, because like, I would say I probably have like four or five, you know, car- quarantine jokes now right that like they, they they work okay in zoom shows are fine you know as as much as a show a joke can work on a zoom show did did you try to bring some of those jokes into the set that you did live and if yeah, so like so, how'd they go so I, I made sure i like close strong so my last joke was like an old, old bit i have a, like insecure or whatever but i did a lot of the the new corona stuff that i've been writing and there was one joke that i had been doing pretty well on zoom but it was like eh in real life, yeah. and I and I and I thought about and I thought about Mike. You know, you were you were saying that this doing comedy on Zoom is like being on a treadmill uh, in space, right? Yeah, you're just doing the bare minimum. So the when you come back on, to have so a when you come back to Earth, tone. you can yes. like walk, right? Yeah, that's what it was. It's like they're not. It's not that they're not funny at all, but it's just like you didn't train them as well as you trained your other bits that you worked on for Real years bits. so yeah. like you you feel the the muscle atrophy like it's really interesting like is yeah, the go ahead. rhythm of your jokes like the ones that you wrote for zoom are they different than like the rhythm of your jokes that are live i think the the main difference is like my problem with zoom shows or zoom comedy is uh you have a funny idea 
but I have a hard time like working on it. Yeah, you know, because I, I can't do it that many times. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because I I don't have a Zoom show every day, and also I have one once a week, but they're the same people, so I'm not gonna yeah. keep doing it, right? So I so I, the idea is funny, but I, I I just can't really work on it, so it ends kind of quickly. Um, but that said, like you know, a c- couple of the things I said like bombed, and that was fun too. Yeah, just to be like, yeah, ah. Yeah, it was. It's, it's funny because um, it's outside. So when you bomb, all you hear are like nice birds. Yeah, just birds. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like kind of nice. <laughs> what I would love if, is is if we do a show in Brooklyn and then you bomb and then a fireworks goes off. Just yeah. you know, just like yeah, uh, just me. Boom. Yeah. Dude, you guys. Should, that guy knows. Yeah, you should do that. Uh, like, there's that amphitheater that's not far from us. Uh, yes, at the park. And, at, uh, 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 yeah, yeah. You should do like there's a. So- a, a a fireworks slash comedy show. Uh, <laughs> fireworks comedy. <laughs> Yo, that's a good no, idea. Nobody's doing that. Yo, no. we combine the two loves of the neighborhood. Okay, we're like, yeah. If if you do well, great, you get laughed. If you do bad, we fire off some fireworks <laughs> at you. It's like the it's like the gong. Yeah, yeah. It's like the yeah. gong show. The gong show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's yo, amazing. Yo. You get a but there was like. We give the entire audience Roman candles. <laughs> <laughs> they just aim it at you. Are you doing well? Oh, no. <laughs> Duck. Yeah. So, okay. Some, some other things I noticed that were funny is uh, I, I missed the sound of crowd work. Do you guys remember yeah, crowd, crowd work? crowd work, baby. Because there was a host and she was like, what do you guys do? You guys work? And like that awkward interaction. I was like, ah, like this, this used to be my life. I yeah. forgot that. Also, the funniest thing I saw was, not going to mention this person's name, but there were like comics hanging. Like that's hanging that's a thing again. Yeah. So hanging used to be a thing. Like comedians would go to shows and just hang in the back just to like show face to see if the, if you get booked again. I thought that that art had disappeared with with Corona, but like there were like three comedians hanging out trying to get stage time. One actually Whoa. got on. So yeah, I mean people are fucking thirsty for stage time, and I, I realized that like you know there's a lot of there's a decent amount of outdoor shows popping up right now, and like we're not really booked on any of them. But like I I realized that I was like fairly fortunate to do even one you know like i think a lot of people are not even going to get to do one well you have will for you haven't done any live shows since you got to new york i mean since the quarantine started for you yeah since i got to new york i've gotten booked and then is it is it is it okay in seattle like is is it open in seattle and they can have like shows and everything i think it it opened up but i think the it's just like everywhere else in the country uh it's still opened up a little too soon like their numbers are going up over there um but their numbers just started going up like within the last week or two. Um, so yeah. I don't know. We'll see if that shit gets canceled. It's in August. So are yeah. you, are, so you're like, you're too. like, uh, so you're like morally opposed to it, not necessarily for your own safety, but you just, think I don't know if I you. am. Cause I like, I'm not, you have no morals. Yeah. I have. Yeah. I, I'll do anything. Uh, right. <laughs> I'll tap dance for a Nazi commercial. If you need me. <laughs> what the fuck? That's, that's uh-huh. too specific to be made up. I think that you actually yeah, did that. Exactly. Oh, yeah. you, did yeah. get, you got that booked, didn't you? Got, when is got, that coming out? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we don't need to know. <laughs> um, but it's, yeah, I, there's a part of me. It's like, it's, they're going to book someone anyways. So I at least like I'm just the com I'm just I don't know an instrument in this problem I guess. But, yeah 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 yeah. Mm, hey you're mm, just following mm. orders, you know, you're right? Right. <laughs> but I don't know, it's like there also needs to be levity, but I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm really torn right now. I don't know how to feel about it. What do you guys think about um, you know, th- this is interesting cuz you're clearly like torn about it. And I I feel that I would be on the same page, but so like Mark Norman 
um, has been releasing a lot of. He's a, he's a very famous comedian. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's all over YouTube. He has been doing a lot of tours outside New York and like filming it, making little mini doc series. And he just released like a little mini special that he did in Dallas. And he's just doing like a bunch of new jokes or whatever. You look at these comedy clubs. It's exactly what Wilfred just described. They're just. They say that it's thirty percent capacity. It does not look like thirty percent to me. Like yeah. it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Fu- it's it's pretty fucking packed. Nobody's wearing masks. The waitresses are, but the customers are not. The comedians are not. Afterwards, they're all getting together, hugging, taking pictures. And there was a part of me that saw that, and I, you know, obviously as a comedian, I'm like, that's so cool. But as like a person, <laughs> like a, just a, <laughs> a American citizen, I was like, I don't know that I like this. Like it's just too, mm-hmm. it's too aggressive. You know, I don't, I don't know what, you, I don't know. Like I don't know if you have seen that, and if you have, like, what, what's your, like sort of your initial reaction, or what's your gut reaction to somebody doing something like that? I mean, so the way that I felt about this like last month was different because like the the numbers weren't spiking as high as like now it's higher than ever. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess it's not so bad in Houston or whatever. And then like Texas is getting the highest numbers ever. Uh, I just like now I don't know how to feel about it because it's now I don't know, like it it makes it also looks like I'm on the wrong side of history if I go and do this. Mm. No, like, mm. and we gotta keep pretending to be woke uh, as comedians. <laughs> so it's like, Fair I don't. Enough. I have to at least like act woke, and even if my words aren't that way. But like, <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know. It's different now. Like things, everything's changing so quickly. Like I took this booking, and I was like, yeah, it's whatever. And then, but now I'm like, what do I? The numbers are going up, and it's just encouraging people to do to be out and live their normal lives but that's not how things should be happening i i I understand i i used to be a lot more kind of militant about like hey let's all like stay home and all that stuff but like after like it's it's been like a long time and i and especially with the summer i think it's grinding on a lot of people you know so i don't i don't blame you if you if you go you know i i totally get it and and you know the way that fumi talks about stand-up comedy i should try this thing it's it sounds really good like, I, <laughs> I should do it i've i've heard about it before so yeah mike right? you remember yeah. when i saw you on the street when we were walking uh yeah and <laughs> there's this moment where i because i was just like oh my god that's mike i got excited and i i stepped like <laughs> too close to you and i saw you step back <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> And I was, I was like, like What's you going know on? what? I was like, you know what? Don't let that phase you. This has nothing, no reflection on your friendship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's add, add two more weeks onto your podcast date. That's what that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We, we delayed your booking by two weeks. I don't know he you texted that well, me. Wilfred. He you texted know, me. He's um, like, yo, he got he got too close. We can't have yeah, him on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, that was too. Hard. Uh, <laughs> he was dude, I, I will say that like okay, so I was at this bar in my neighborhood. It was called it's called Covenhoven. It's like a little bar. They got a backyard space, letting people oh, in. Nice. And I was having a drink with an old friend of mine. It was really fun. But we were both talking about this. You know, we're trying to be social in a time where we're not allowed to be social, right? And there were some like cute girls around, but we're just like the the thought of even trying to talk to other people right now, making new friends doesn't even cross our minds like like you Mm. can't make new friends right now so if you like this if you had just moved to new york or something like that because i know a lot of comedians that just moved to new york and corona hit like you you can't make friends so like you probably don't have anyone to hang out with and i was just thinking about like wow if you don't have like a community here right now it must be super fucking yeah lonely you know yeah actually i asked a a girl out on hinge uh and she stopped responding to me i was like damn i should have waited six months like (laughs) (laughs) Like, but see, you you get judged for even asking somebody out, yeah, because proposing to meet. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I just don't know. 
I, I don't know how to like properly socialize and like act in in this new world. The rules are different, and we, I haven't yeah. adjusted well. That's such a good point, uh, Fumi, about how we haven't really met a lot of other people. Like I feel in the comedy world, like you you meet new people all the time, right? There's like new comics coming yeah. in, new people moving into the scene or whatever. And that's true. Like, I feel like, I mean, you just look at our sort of our guest list for the, since the quarantine. It's all obviously people we've known, uh, people we like, and also Wilfred. And it's like, <laughs> we just, it's just like, we haven't brought a lot of people, you know, like, these are all people we already know. And we've made a couple, I met a couple of people, met them on a Zoom show, which is like kind of weird, you know, like, you're like, you have to like mess, Facebook message each other. That's not really like meeting them. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's, it's true. I feel like we've all kind of like, Everyone you knew and everyone you were cool with, uh, those relationships all froze. We all froze and we're not like making new connections. You know, we're all just kind of like, okay, we got what we got. Everybody just, just this is it. You know, I will now, say, I know? feel like I'm getting deeper connections because there's a, you know, uh, That's true. my circle has gotten smaller and like we've got a lot of time to like reach out to each other. So yeah. It's like, uh, you know, like even you and me, Mike, we, we've been texting. Uh, it's just like, oh, we yeah. Have. You know, it's nice <laughs> we to, have. It's nice to like catch up with my boy uh, and just my like, boy, whoa. you know, it's like, like that, that is, we're no longer just coworkers, you know, yes. we're actually yes. friends who reach out and check in on each other. And, um, and that's also like, that's something that's very, you know, it seems pretty rare with just men in general. That's very like, true. Hey, how are you doing? Uh, with no, like, let me get on that show or whatever. You know, there's no ulterior motive. <laughs> oh, shit. You're right. Let me, let, yeah. Let me, yeah. I mean, I got into this game to make friends with Filipino men. Okay. So <laughs> I'm, I'm here. I'm doing it. Yeah. Um, Wilfred, I wanted to talk just a little bit too. Cause was, so you're from, you're from Seattle originally. Is that like yeah, your, yeah. I don't know, home base, I guess. Um, and then you moved out here. Uh, how long have you been doing comedy in Seattle for? Um, I'm uh, at nine and a half years now. Mm, mm, mm. Did you get started writing co- like in college or right after college or like start, what kind of got you into that? You know, I started at 24 and I, I started because I was doing like improv for a long time because I, you know, I always wanted to do stand up and I thought it was the same mm. thing and it's very not. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I got into grad school in Chicago and I was like, oh, I should finally do stand up and have this trick up my sleeve. That's what I, that's how little respect I had for this art is that <laughs> just like, Oh, I'll just trick up my sleeve. Just have oh, this, hey, check this out. other trick up my sleeve so I can, you know, uh, be like this multifaceted comedy guy. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then once I, that was like six months before I moved and then I, you know, moved to Chicago. I was like, you know, fuck improv, uh, like standups way cooler, <laughs> way more fun. Uh, and I understand the trajectory and like how to not how to like get better in terms of like developing a fan base and getting famous or whatever, but, I, but I know how to get better as a comedian. Um, right. So I just kept working at it. It's the only thing I've ever done in my life where I've like, I got good at it. I plateaued and I, continued to work to get through that yes 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 because mm. usually a lot of times once you hit that plateau because it's exciting when you when you're feeling yourself getting better and then when you hit that plateau then you're just sort of like what's the point like i'm not getting any better nothing's happening yeah. but i'm still like spending all this energy and time cultivating it you know and and you're just like you kind of lose heart wait so you have a graduate degree too yeah what, what was your grad major what the hell uh, i like how that i'm interested <laughs> in that hold on go back yeah, to the graduate <laughs> degree uh, you go to booth what the hell i have an mfa in writing uh but it's just it's Whoa, stupid look at you. it's dumb you, i should have just been doing stand-up i should have like uh that's cool though wow you really are like all kinds of uh of of 
different failures all mixed together. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I we I want to talk to you about was, uh, you know, we were out in Seattle and. From what I've heard, it's a good scene. It's like you know, it's 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 a thriving scene. But then you came to New York and you were, you were like, oh, this is like a different thing. This is like a whole other kind of game. And you were saying like how people here kind of take it more seriously and are just really you know passionate about it. I mean, like t- talk to me a little bit about the differences between Seattle and New York because I want to talk about how. Uh, you know new york is sort of was the mecca for comedy but now with everything sort of changing i want to get into that but first i want to understand like the difference between seattle and new york as far as like the scene goes well we talked about this a little bit like when we were just hanging uh us three were talking about this when we were hanging out before uh your hack city show last week and uh Mm. i mean a lot of like new york is about comedy like uh the the stand-up scene is just like what's funny and there's no like Sure, there are people that throw in shade for like saying something that like may might be like slightly offensive, but it, in New York, it's like okay, how do how do I just get funnier? In Seattle, there's just like there the city was like celebrating a lot of like uh, identity politics comedy, like and you had to be like on the right side of history to have like the through what you're saying on stage, you had to be on the right side of history to like be uh, championed by the city and like you guys know what I say on stage. It's yeah. not it's not that yeah. I play with that a lot um they didn't like your, they didn't like your they didn't like your nazi tap dancing thing. yeah, yeah no they would not have loved that one uh <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so it's like you have to play like to the politics of the city in seattle uh and mm. i just wasn't that guy so i was like you know what i'm gonna go to a place where i think that where there's comedy that i that is being created that i respect yeah yeah you're to hear he likes nazi nazi tap dancing jokes okay that's mm-hmm. the jokes he respects i like that so <laughs> what about um so, I mean, here's the thing, though, and this, I think, ties into what Fumi did this weekend with his, you know, his first show. You know, a lot of people come here. This is like the Mecca. This is like the place where, you know, you can do all these things. And it, uh, I think for a lot of comics, um, if you want to get serious about it, you should live in New York for a little while and mm-hmm. and just experience like, you know, because you can get up so much here. You can get up like three, four times a night or whatever. But now... There's not that many shows. There's not that much stand-up. There's like, you know, uh, people can get up on Zoom shows. And I know it's not the same thing, but it's still like you're still kind of building a fan base that way. You know, um, there's going to be like other kinds of other. I, I feel it, it, it. this this whole thing has kind of broken the industry for New York. I mean, there's not going to be as many restaurants, right? There's not going to be many bars. All these people like lost their jobs. They all have to, they all have to go home. So I wonder, do you, we feel that like, is it going to be the same once, let's say we all get a vaccine? Is it all going to be the same? Or are we all going to go and continue thinking like, okay, this is, you know, is New York still going to be the best place? Or is it, do we think like maybe, hey, maybe you can uh, start off in a smaller place and just stay there because like, hey, you don't have to go to the big city anymore. I, There's no more, no such thing. I still think New York's going to be the best place because it has a spirit, a hustle spirit that no other city has. Like mm. the fact that we're doing stand up like outdoors, we figured out this little loophole to get on stage, <laughs> which is like, yeah, I don't, yeah. uh, and I mean, we're, it, I still think doing out, shows outdoors is like pretty safe. Like, yeah, you know, you're outdoors. That we, the CDC said you can barely get Corona if, uh, if you're outdoors. Like, we figured it out where like other mm. cities like didn't under. I don't think they have the mentality to like try to sneak shit in <laughs> or uh yeah yeah they're either, yeah. Gonna, they're either gonna follow rules uh or they're just not gonna be as innovative as our city and our comedians have been 
where it's like, okay, let's just, let's find a fucking amphitheater uh, and yeah. create a show there. I feel that's such a good point too. And, and it's interesting because you're right. Being outside, I think, is the key. And if anyone has ever been to New York, you know there's no such thing as outside in New York City. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's like there's like there's there's two parks. That's it, and they're full of people. And they, you know, there's a cover charge. I think to get into Central Park now. <laughs> so it's amazing that you know what's what's funny to me is that like we're all eating outside, and and restaurants are opening outside, and like in other towns, other cities, you can be outside, and it's like pretty. You know, there's plenty of space. If the sidewalk isn't big, the parking lot is massive. But in New York City, it's like, I'm outside, there's a rat. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm outside, there's mm-hmm. like, you know, a motorcycle uh, uh, like show going on in the street next to me. And uh, I think it's funny that like, if, of the places that decided to like figure out the outside thing, New York is a place that, that tried to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I want to add one thing to that is like, uh, you know, there's this question of like, will New York be the same? Can you just be famous from fucking bumfuck Idaho? Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you're doing some weird Twitter shit, maybe, but as I was at the QED show, what I completely forgot that there's a really important aspect of standup that made you better specifically in New York is two things. One, Watching other comedians, mm-hmm. I forgot yes, that. Yes, I was like, yes. I was watching. watching other there are other, there are other comedians on the show who were very funny, yeah, and they were cracking me up. I, I, I watched the show. I watched the whole thing because I, I also just missed going to live events. Right, and right, right, I, right. Obviously, everybody's a little rusty, but there are these moments where they like really shine, and I'm like, oh, you yeah. still have it. That's yeah, such a yeah. funny fucking idea. This is like this is this is what makes me better. Is I have to see this, you mm-hmm. know? Yes, that's so I true. I have to see this, and then the second part is the commute there and back. You're like you're, you're getting you're getting it. on stage. You're like, okay, is there something like last minute thing I can add to this? That's where I like, did a lot of my writing is in between shows and kind of like on your commuting there. And so when you take those two away, that that you know, it, it makes stand up a little harder to do. But I think that's those two reasons. Those two things are the reason why people come here, is because you could be in Ohio, but the people you're doing yeah. shows with, they're just, they're just like they're just not gonna be as funny. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I don't know, man. What, Fumi, what do you, you don't have another live show? later no, on. No, but I, but I, I really, after that, I was like, I gotta make, you know, I I don't want to like, after that show, they're like, oh, we also have an open mic here tomorrow. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm not gonna come to the fucking open mic. Slow down. Okay, I'm not, I'm not that thirsty. But, and I, I, I don't want to hang at these shows either. But, but it made me think, think like, you know, we're all still here. The good comedians are still here. I think mm. it's kind of just up to us to create our own opportunity. So, like, I, I would love to do something while it's okay. still warm outside, whether that's a stand-up or whatever. And you know what? It it wasn't that bad, man. Like, it was... Even we were talking into a stupid guitar amp, and it, it was super lo-fi, but, like, it's it felt so real like you guys don't even know man like when you hold the mic bro that's yeah. like that's like that's like when the anime character like finds that mysterious sword or whatever you're like you King know Arthur. yeah you're like <laughs> um, it's crazy man you pull it from a rock you know hey uh thanks for coming over kelly oh wow fumi oh, this is so nice that you have me over yeah um it's a tuesday night so i thought we could maybe get together and and do stuff so oh, yes this is uh let's, let's go into my room i have a really big apartment <laughs> <laughs> this apartment is so big i wouldn't have mad imagined it to be so big at all yeah i'm pretty six, I'm, a, I'm a pretty successful podcast you should check it out <laughs> i've heard yeah so nice oh we're still walking so far okay check it out 
Ooh. Now this is where the magic happens. Ooh, never heard that joke before. So yeah. fresh. You're so funny. Now are you ready to get down and do the dirty on this bed? What do you think about this bed? <gasps> I've never seen a bed like this. It looks so nice and supportive. Yeah. Oh we gosh. can do all the positions on this bed. Oh my gosh. Including missionary? Including missionary. Fumi's favorite and only option. <laughs> what kind of where did you get this mattress from? This mattress is called Helix Sleep Mattress. Helix Sleep has a quiz that just takes two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Whether you're a side sleeper, hot sleeper, like a plush or firm bed with Helix, there's no more confusion and no more compromising on an average mattress. Helix Sleep was even awarded the number one bed overall mattress pick of 2019 by GQ and Wired Magazine. Just go to helixsleep.com Asian. Take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you up to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights free, risk-free, unlike what we're about to do right now, Kelly. Wink, wink. Helix is offering up to $125 off all mattress orders for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash Asian. That's Helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash Asian for up to $125 off. Oh, you got a condom? <laughs> uh, we're moving on to race news. We haven't done race news in a minute, man. We haven't done race news in a minute. Uh, I'm excited about this one because people have been real excited about it. So, so Wilfred, I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, okay, headline reads, Professor asked student to anglicize her name. Oh yeah, uh, he's put on leave. I didn't even know it was a her. Fuck, that's how that's, that's how that tricky Vietnamese name was. Name was is her. her name fuck boy? Or okay, something? sorry. Yeah, yeah so I'm not blown. Okay, a this line. says <laughs> Math- <laughs> Matthew Hubbard, a mathematics professor in Oakland, California, said his email to fuck boy Diem Nguyen. You can Mike can correct the pronunciation. A Vietnamese American college freshman uh, were both a mistake and offensive. So there's a screenshot of this. Basically, this this professor emailed the student was like, hey, would you mind changing your name to something because. Fuck boy or whatever her name is sounds like fuck boy. That's an insult in American culture, and he was like offended. And he said, "If I w-, he said something like, if I were in your country and my name Matthew Hubbard meant something offensive, I would change it." That was like his reason, and then it went viral, and now he's put on leave. Do you, uh, yeah, yeah. Mike, yeah. do you know how to pronounce that properly? It's uh, fuk, like so. It's a, like a. It's more like a. It's a like the long u. Yeah, so fuk, fuk and then buoy is mm. the name. So yeah, it, it's um. It's a very tight name, and that's her it's first a tight name. name. That's a first name. Um, oh shit! It is. And then Fook DM Bui. Nguyen. Yeah, and then then you, it keeps going. So Fuk Bui is her <laughs> is her is the first name of this person. So mm-hmm. uh, it's funny too because a there's a couple of things. A this is uh, this is at Deanza College, which is in uh, the San Francisco Bay Area. Which so it's like just perfect that this Vietnamese person is here. I'm surprised that this hasn't happened before. I sometimes forget that the Vietnamese language is a hilarious language, okay? Because <laughs> my uncle's name is Fook, right? And for years, I didn't even realize that his name could be considered to be something bad because I was just like, mm-hmm. there's my asshole uncle Fook, okay? there, You know, I didn't even think about his funny name mm. because I, I was just thinking about the guy himself. It, uh, like many Vietnamese names, Vietnamese names can be, are gender neutral. So Fook could be a boy's name as well. So um, this is a this is a girl's name. So Fook Bui is a is a girl's name. But and and I, I the, and the second layer is that this guy named Matthew Hubbard, who is a, prof, a math teacher or whatever at the school, <laughs> knows what fuck boy is. The, amazing, I love uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I and then the last layer is that um, 
uh, uh, for a Vietnamese person, even if the name was Fuckboy, perfect name. Okay, that's that's a that's not even that's a description. Okay, yeah. that's the, it's, I, I, <laughs> that's not even you know like you you should be proud of that name. I I, I think it's a great name. I mean you know so um, I, I I I thought. For me, I was more surprised that this is the first time I've heard it because there is, yeah, that we have that name Fook and it's, it's, uh, it's, it is a, it's hilarious. What can I say? You know, you what's, know? Sur- you, what, what's surprising to me is that because every time someone says my last name, they try too hard. Like a white person says oh. my last name, they add too many like <laughs> syllables and like uh, accents on all the vowels. Like, I don't get why this guy didn't just do that so that because <laughs> if you just if you go lazy f- at it it's fuck boy but if you throw yeah, in all yeah. the all the yeah you, yeah you do too much work like all white people do uh <laughs> it, yeah, yeah yeah then it stops <laughs> being fuck boy yeah dude you, just pretend that it's you know pretend that you're saying the word taco taco you know okay yeah. just throw it on there mozzarella. it's too much <laughs> mozzarella you know like it's too much spice on there and then all of a sudden it's not it's not a not a bad word anymore so wilfred do you have a like a filipino middle name or something like that or do filipino people just have like regular ass uh, no names? Uh, my middle name is anthony so it's like wilfred my grandpa's name was wilfredo my last name is Padua. Like, Wilfredo. Yeah. Wilfredo. <laughs> I never heard that of that. That is offensive. Okay, <laughs> That's offensive. Where I come from. <laughs> where I come from, okay, Olive Garden is a sacred place. Okay, so. <laughs> um, but yeah, my last name is Padua, which is a city in Italy. And uh, oh, wow. there's oh. a saint named Anthony of Padua. So that's where my middle name came from. I'm, my middle name is Anthony. Wow, I I def this when I read this. Okay, a couple of things I want to say about this. First of all, I I hate when 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 white people do this, it drives me crazy. They go, they did they do this at the border, right? Like sometimes my mom, I remember like my mom would like come back from Japan and we'd be in immigration and she can't really speak English, and the immigration officer would always be like, well, if I lived in your country, I would speak English. Like that that reason that logic. Yeah. Like he he did the same thing here. He's like, if oh, I was he in did, your country, he did that to your mom. Yeah, he. Yeah, oh that, my that's God. happened. That's happened multiple times. I've seen oh, that Jesus, happen bro. to my parents, and it's like fucking so annoying. But he did the same thing here. He's like, if I if I went to your country, and my name was offensive. I would change it. First of all, no, he fucking wouldn't. Second of all, your name is offensive, man. Like a white name to that you ruined their country. Yeah. It is Matthew is so offensive, dude. I mean, every anytime I say I see a Matthew, I'm like, your name is now Fuckboy. Okay, that's it. You know? <laughs> Matthew, how dare yeah. you? How dare you come into my yeah. pho restaurant and talk about that? This um, also, I mean, yeah. I mean, my name is Masafumi, so I've had a lot of this ha- growing up because, like, Fumi, because Austin Powers oh, right, came yeah. out. And, oh, uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> you remember I, I the know. third one with Beyonce? The, what, was it Goldmember? Goldmember? Mm-hmm. Remember Austin yeah. Powers Goldmember? Yeah. So there's two, there's two Japanese girls. It's uh, so problematic, but there's two Japanese girls in the movie who, like, fuck Austin Powers, and their, name, their names are Fuck Me and Fuck You. Yeah, <laughs> and, and uh, Fukumi is an actual name, but Fukuyu is made up, and they're like twins. <laughs> they're, they're like hot, hot like Budweiser twins, but they're Japanese or whatever. And because of that, like my name, you know, Fumi, people thought that was like funny. And I remember like calling my friends' house, homes a couple of times to be like, "Hey, is Jeff home? Like, I want to play." This is when I was like in sixth grade. A couple of times, their mo- their moms or their dads would think it's a prank call uh-huh. because I'm saying they're like, "Who is this?" And I say, "Oh, hi, this is Fumi." And they'd be like, okay. And they'd like hang up on me. Oh my like, God. That, that happened multiple <laughs> times. And it was just like so frustrating. Just like, my, like, my kid I, would never have an ethnic friend. Quick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that or like if my friend was like, 
hanging out with me and their mom called and they're like what are you doing and my friend would say i'm hanging out with fumi they'd be like what's a fumi like that happened what's constantly <laughs> yeah no not so fu I, me fool you yeah. yeah 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 so i told i totally i totally feel for a uh, fuckboy you know you, I, I know what it's like to have um fuck in your name I, yeah dude what I, I yeah. used to work at like an international school which had it was just like all the richest asian kids uh like that their parents would send them to get an american education and it was just so funny. All these like Korean kids named like Frank and Al or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you're 14 and Korean and you don't know English at all, uh, but you chose Frank. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Fumi, how, how, you never wanted to go with an American name? Like uh, whatever. I, no. I, feel, I feel like because like for Vietnamese people, we're kind of like half and half. Like I have a Vietnamese middle name. And then we have, I have like an English first name, but it's also because I'm Catholic and we're kind of like mm-hmm. Vietnamese people who got like became Catholic or like, we're okay with being, yeah, just call me David. I don't know the fuck. Um, and, but then we all, a lot of us have Vietnamese, <clears throat> Vietnamese middle names. But uh, for you, Fumi, you, you never like um, wanted to have like a, you know, you no, know, John, because I was John, like, John Abe. I think, I don't You're know. I don't, John, but. I, I was pretty. I've been told I've, I've been told that I'd make a good Mike, but I've never taken that what? name. No, <laughs> <laughs> you go by Mike. I'm gonna go by by Fook Me. Okay, Fook Me. <laughs> I'm gonna go by Fook Me. But I I, I just like I, I don't know why I, I never wanted one, and I think it's because I felt that my name was fairly easy to pronounce, especially after my friends gave me the nickname Fook Me. I just I just thought it was like too, too easy to pronounce. So, right. Oh wait. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm here. Yeah. Um, you know, and like my, you know, a lot of Japanese people have like two part names. Like their names are like Takafumi or something, so they'll go by Taka or whatever. So like, I and like a lot of people called my dad Hiro. His name is Hiroaki. Oh, that's so tight. like I, I I like had seen <laughs> this pattern already. So I was like, oh, I guess that's just like what I'll do. So I never. Also, like I speak to my parents. I should, like, do your parents call you Mike? They call me. They call me Mike now. Or Michael. They, when they were growing. Well, yeah, Mike or Michael. Yeah, yeah. They never called you Zui, your Vietnamese Zui? name. Uh, no, they they did when I was growing up more. Yeah, yeah, my that's but my now, Vietnamese name. Yeah, the the thought because I don't even speak English English with my parents. The thought of them calling me like Jonathan like maybe want to throw up. Like, <laughs> like that's just that's so weird. That's like that's some weird incest shit. I don't want to do it. You know. So that's I like, funny. Yeah, I like stayed away from it, but. I don't know. You guys can give me an English name right now if you want to. Yeah, you're like Toby and uh, and Toby. Ribs. Yes, <laughs> you're a Toby. Yes, but yeah, yeah. well, that's yes, you're like, you're my name a Toby. is Fumi. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much to our guest Wilfred Padua for being on this show. Thanks uh, for this is incredible. Me, um, we're going to book you again one day. It'll be a couple of years from now when we're at the next level. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, we look back and we're like, who should we bring with us? You know? Yeah, who should but, we um, help out? <laughs> who should we help out? Um, but, uh, Wilfred, where can our friends uh, on the podcast find you? I'm at Wilfred Paddle on everything. Uh, I'm assuming you'll be spelling out my name. Uh, oh, you're killing it on TikTok. That, oh, shit, I forgot. Oh, yeah, get your that. TikTok, bro. Yeah, it's the same. How's I'm, your TikTok going? I want to hear more I about haven't it. Post, I just looked at it. Uh, I haven't posted since May 14th, uh, and it, the numbers are starting to slow down, but I think I'm going to get back on it and start figuring out how to post new videos. You you uh, had like you had a bunch of, for, like your first five, didn't you have like 300,000 views in your first couple or something like that? Or you had one with like a million or something? I have, What's your... I have one with 1. 1.4 on it. Oh, um, shit. Yeah. And it's... And it, it also... Because it's like a... It's a joke about like uh, black dudes and how they get arrested mm. so quickly. Like uh, that... Uh, 
that it, it got a Very resurgence timely. with the black Whoa, really yeah so wow. i had like another like three thousand followers just pop up because of that um but yeah i don't it's going fine i don't know i, I stopped caring about it but i think now that i've got a, a potential headlining weekend i gotta start uh, i'm gonna figure out oh, put them back how to up. use that those numbers to advertise for my show that's um, that's the yeah. that's the crazy thing is like when I was up there doing the show I was only doing eight minutes but it felt like a pretty long time and then I'm supposed to do a college show in October I'm like how am I gonna fucking do forty five minutes really it's like, yeah. impossible yeah. I'm like I don't because I don't have any live uh, gigs booked and I'm like fuck I'm gonna have to do forty five with with having yeah. taken five months off you oh have to like gosh. practice in front of a mirror or something you know what you say <laughs> you have to practice in front of a mirror or something oh yeah i did a, a half hour on zoom and i was like what are these jokes and it was the first time i was like nervous like you remember like the first couple times you did stand up where you're like reciting oh, yeah. the jokes to yourself yeah 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 it was the first time i've like had to say jokes to myself in my kitchen in years <laughs> So you're, you're you're like uh, you're like B Rabbit from uh, you know Eight Mile, just in the mirror, oh, yeah. looking in the mirror, just like yeah, yeah, you know Filipinos. <laughs> yeah, I threw up on my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, man! All right, as always, you can find us on the social media at Asian Not Asian Pod. I'm also on all platforms at the Fumi Abe T H E F U M I A B E, and you can find me on Instagram at Nice Pants Bro. Please come to our Zoom comedy show. They're not as good as real life ones, but still come. Every Friday is 8 p.m. Eastern. They're fun. fun. They're fun. No, they're fun. They're fun. I, ours is the best, for sure. It's the best Zoom, it's the best Zoom show out there. So please come. Uh, just go to asian.asianpod.com for tickets. It's free. Tell your friends. And, um, oh, if you want to uh, support us on Patreon, if you want to give us your money, go to patreon.com slash, uh, sorry, patreon.com slash asian.asian pod you have to type in the link exactly because uh we're adult content or something like that so you can't search for us mm. but we got bonus content Sexy on there content. and if you donate money <laughs> yeah we do yeah we uh we guess your name we guess your ethnicity based on your last name so it's a good time so please uh please do that please give us your money man and uh i think that's it mike right i think that's it let's all hang out um i uh you know let's 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 deepen these friendships okay that's what this is all about yeah <laughs> we're boys we're, we're boys. boys we're boys gosh right. uh so th i've uh, this is uh once again thank you to wilfred i'm mike and this is toby so uh we'll see you guys next time <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs>